Welcome to English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Hello and welcome to part two of our little mini-series about traveling to Morocco. So last time we talked about how we were overwhelmed when we went to Morocco the first time. Uh, we were both younger and we were traveling separately, we were traveling alone and we didn't really know what to expect and weren't really prepared. And then six years later we went back together. Mm-hmm. So why do you think we decided to go back again? Because we usually don't do that that much to mm. go back to a country that, that we've been to before. Yeah, that's true. I think it was because we recognized that we hadn't really done it properly the first time, or we barely even remembered it. I mean, we had some very clear impressions, but, you know, when you talk about, like, the sights that we had seen, I mean, you did remember Fez quite clearly, and I remembered Fez in a very fuzzy kind of way. <laughs> I had very strong impressions that it left on my mind, but I didn't really remember specifically what I had seen. And because it had just been so much, you know, an overload of the senses. And so I think we both thought that we needed to go back again and, and do it differently and see what we thought of it. Yeah. And so in between, we'd been to countries like Egypt, we'd been to countries like India. So we'd experienced uh, developing countries, countries with you know, a lot of noise, a lot of hassle and, and all of that. And so we were much better prepared the second time. And we decided to spend a month there so we could really you know, travel around and, and see all the things and do all the things that we wanted to do in the in the country. And yeah, I was actually really excited and intrigued to see what I would think of it the mm. second time um, because the viewpoint just wasn't going to be the same. Um, having been so young and been so raw the first time, everything was just extraordinary. Mm-hmm. And then having been to some of these other countries, I wondered if it would be like that again in, in Morocco. And Certainly, yeah, I was much better prepared, um, but I still found it a fascinating country. Yeah. Um, and so I think we had a lot more fun or we enjoyed it a lot more because we were so much more aware of the religion. We'd been to a lot of Muslim countries in the interim mm-hmm. um, and you know, we were just so much better prepared. Yes. Yes, that's very true. And so I remember going back to Fez, really wanting to go back to Fez because that had left such an impression on me the first time. Mm-hmm. And do you remember it snowed? Yes. <laughs> and so it was a strange, it was just a strange situation. It seems like there. we get into this a little bit because we've done an episode about snow in Berlin. Right. Um, it also snowed when we were in Jerusalem. Yeah, it snowed in Jerusalem. <laughs> and it snowed in Fez because we were there in January, so it was in the Northern Hemisphere winter. And because the first time when I went to Morocco, it was July. And when we went to the desert, it was 50 degrees Celsius. Mm. So that was quite a change to go to Fez and, and have it snow. But I still found it incredibly fascinating. I was much in a much better position to deal with it, but I really loved it even the second time, um, and I was really glad that it, it still left a strong impression on me, even though I'd visited a lot of countries in between. Mm-hmm. And so I, I really have those two memories of visiting Fez twice and, and having a different perspective, but still really finding it fascinating both times. And so for some reason, because Marrakesh is everybody's, more or less everybody's favorite city in Morocco, but Fez is the one that really struck me more. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember my first trip to Marrakesh at all because I was sick, Sam was sick, and um, yeah, I don't think we really got much out of it at all. But mm-hmm. then, of course, we went back the second time and really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. We went to 
Meknes and Rabat, and so the four of those cities are the four imperial cities of Morocco, so we spent a good deal of time in all of those, and they all had a lot to offer and a lot of different things to offer, mm -hmm. so I was really glad that we did that. Yeah, and I remember in Marrakesh we stayed in a hotel that was right on the Jema El Fana, which is the main square in the heart of the city. It's a huge square and it's where everything happens. So you have uh, orange juice stalls where they sell fresh squeezed orange juice and, you know, you can buy other food and things like that. And then at night, you just have all these kinds of buskers and street entertainers, snake charmers and acrobats and things like that. And storytellers. Storytellers, yeah. And it really is like something out of the medieval ages. Yeah, I mean, it was funny because it was, a, it was a very budget hotel, but it had this incredible location. And so mm. we just paid hardly anything for it. And of course, in Marrakesh, there's a lot of... Um, classy hotels or upscale hotels you can stay in too but we were backpacking and so we we're in this cheap hotel but yeah the view was just amazing you could just sit at the window and i remember doing that mm -hmm. just sitting at the window and just looking out mm -hmm. for for a long time because there's always all these things happening mm -hmm. and so yeah that left a, a big impression on me as well one of the amazing things about morocco is in terms of the nature and the landscapes you've got a bit of everything mm -hmm. and you can see a bit of everything all on the same day right and so we went out to the desert and, and I remember going out there the first time as well, and so it was, it was good to go back and see it again. Um, and so you, you really just see the beginning of the Sahara, and so that's always something that, that's pretty amazing to see. Mm -hmm. And luckily it was in winter, so it wasn't as hot as it was the first time that I went there. Um, and so basically you've got the Sahara in the east of the country, and then you have coast in the west, and so you have these famous beaches, for example, at Essaouira. In between you've got gorges, You've got mountains, and so you've got a bit of everything. Yeah. And so we tried to see as much as we could of, of all of those things. We stayed in a gorge called the Todra Gorge, which is really amazing. These, you're, in a, uh, you know, you're in the gorge, and you have these rock, these red rocks just rising on both sides, um, and just the way that they, they are when you have the blue sky in the background, the sun shining on it. It's just, uh, it's just an incredible view. You have palm trees as well. And then, yeah, just a, a few hours later on, on a bus, and then suddenly you see snow-capped mountains, mm -hmm. uh, the Atlas Mountains, which is the, the mountain range in Morocco. There was actually a little bit too much snow when we were there, um, because it was January, I believe. It was the, the dead of winter. And I guess we didn't really think that there would be that much snow in Morocco, because, you know, like you said, the last time that you were there, it was 50 degrees, and you thought, oh, oh I can't really be covered in snow but yeah up on the mountains it can <laughs> and we'd also just come from the desert so we went to the mountains and we decided to do this hike we were going to mm -hmm. do a two-day hike and you could stay at the kind of halfway point in a, a kind of mountain hut and so we did that and that was all that was amazing mm -hmm. and, and we loved it on that first day and I think there were a group of um, off-piste skiers oh maybe remember that and they were staying there and they were going to climb up somewhere and ski down it and so from this hut, the next day you go over a pass. And they, I think even the guy at the hut said, you know, there's a lot of snow, maybe you shouldn't do it. And we said, no, it's okay, we'll do it. <laughs> and so we got to the pass and there was so much snow, we couldn't see anything, we couldn't see the path. Mm -hmm. um, and it was, yeah, it looked like it would be dangerous to continue. So in the end, we actually went back the way that we came where there was less snow. And, um, and so we went up and back rather than doing a kind of um, a mm -hmm. loop that we were going to do originally. Um, but we were knee deep in snow at one point, so that, yeah. was, that was interesting. <laughs> 
<laughs> not what we expected in Morocco, but Morocco is always full of surprises, even when you think you're prepared. Right, yeah, we were much better prepared for certain things, but uh -huh. evidently not for the snow that time. Yeah. And then we went to the coast and we went to Esserero, which I mentioned before. It's this famous beach town. It started as a, a kind of hippie beach town in the 60s. Yes, uh, Jimi Hendrix visited there. And if you know the famous Jimi Hendrix songs about castles in the sand, uh, that was inspired by Esserero because there is kind of a castle that is very eroded by the elements because of the sea water and the salt and everything. And that was the inspiration for the song. And then we traveled up the coast and there were other interesting things. We saw an old Portuguese colonial town and there was a castle. We also saw an underground cistern, which was really quite interesting. And we've only ever seen one other thing like that, I guess, uh, ever, which is the Basilica Cistern in Istanbul. And so, yeah, everywhere you go, there's just different things to, to see. We went to Chefchaouen, which is a famous village. Um, a lot of the houses are painted blue. And so it's just... It's just spectacular and very picturesque to walk uh, in the little alleyways and see all this blue everywhere, mm -hmm. uh, which is like uh, Jodhpur in India, but mm -hmm. actually more picturesque. And so, you know, we spent a month there and, and we saw and, and did amazing things basically every day. Yeah, it was a fascinating trip and I really loved it. I will say that the touts were still there, you know, the people who were trying to hassle us and get our money in some way or take advantage of us. Uh, they were definitely there and they were definitely annoying, <laughs> but we were better prepared for that. We knew to expect that. Even so, it was still annoying and sometimes our tempers flared a little bit when we were dealing with them. But, you know, looking back on it after the fact, you can forget about that and then just remember all the amazing things that we saw. Absolutely. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com.